You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hey, everybody. I'm Brian. I'm Joey. And I'm Wes. <laughs> it's just Wes and I tonight because uh, Joey's off fishing. He sent me Is this. He? Yeah, he he sent me this picture of um, um, him holding up a trout. It was like this little tiny trout. Trout are so small. I mean, they're so yeah. tiny. So he's got this little trout, and I, I I commented back to him and I said, "Hey, that's a really great picture of a creek chub." <laughs> and I said that, and then I said, "Hey, look at that creek chub's holding a fish." <laughs> I thought that was funny. I don't know if he thought it was where, funny. Where is he fishing at? Uh, somewhere up in Pennsylvania, I think. Oh, nice. I, I wasn't I sure. Was in the shop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the busy, busy shop. I swear. It's like. Um, I wonder if Russ is there or something. Um, I don't know. Because nobody goes in. You don't go into the shop anymore. You call yeah. people and you pick stuff up in the parking lot. It's like a drug deal that well, goes on. Well, I know maintenance has got to be heavy. So I, uh, I reinstated my Facebook only for marketplace reasons. So if you're looking for me to be active, too bad, so sad. <laughs> but. I saw Bike Doctor uh, announce that they weren't taking any more um, repairs until like end of May or something like that. Something crazy. Wow. Because they were so inundated with repairs, which is yeah. kind of insane to think about. Well, I mean, you think know? about this for a minute. So your gym is closed. It's beautiful out. You're yeah. going to go out to the shed. You're going to go out to a garage. You're going to open it up. You're going to pull out the bike that hasn't been seen, you know, the sunlight in three, four, you know, who knows how many years. Sure. And you pull it out and then you go for a ride and you'd be like, hey, this is kind of fun. So let me go get it cleaned up. So everybody's doing that. Yeah. No, to me, it's like this is like the perfect time to like offer your employees like, all right, let's keep our service levels like high. Let's keep people moving. Let's make people happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Shift half your people to like off hours work where nobody's coming to bug you. I feel like you really turn out some repairs right now. You could really crank uh, them. Hmm. Yeah. You, I, I mean, you don't have people on your sales floor unless you let them in the store. Right. Right. So you got you so, got to have the ability to you got to have shop space you know there's a lot of limiters that are going to come into play. Well, storage is probably the biggest one I can think yeah. of right off the top of my head. Yeah, be tricky. And then I don't know how parts are affected either. That'd be a good Joey question right now. Yeah, so it's a matter of the biz. You Joey, know? Joey's off fishing, so he's not here. Yeah. We didn't even introduce any our, what the podcast is all about. We just dove right into where Joey was. They should get it by now. You think this so? is the episode where in the world where in the world is Joey? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, do you have show notes open? I do. Yeah. Oh, do you want to do some regular Joey duty stuff? Do you want to do, do our welcomes from our new uh, our new Patreon folks? Yo, Chris from Florence, South Carolina. Thanks for that money. We that, appreciate it. That came in his uh, Chris's uh, Patreon pledge came in like I think moments after I had pushed out the the last episode my solo episode my oh, nice my as ted put it uh juan solo <laughs> oh were you solo last week oh listen much to our own podcast wes <laughs> i'm i'm like four episodes back now i don't have a commute yes. to listen to it <laughs> nobody does nobody's listening to it uh and then a different chris um our own very good friend clydesdale fatwad from saint oh, nice. leonard he bought a T-shirt and a sticker pack, and he sent us some stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit uh, later in the podcast. So thank you, Chris, for your order. Yeah. Um, Joey's been away, so your sticker pack's going to be a little slow. But I am, even though it's like, you know, he's lo local, it feels weird to, like, mail something. 
but I am going to go ahead and just mail the t-shirt because I think that's the easiest way in the age of Rona to get stuff to people. You could just like do a ride your bike and drop it in his mailbox, right? Yeah, I could do that. I could do a drone delivery. Oh, that'd you know, be fun. See, but still then there's, 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 you're not maintaining good social distancing. Wait, so did you see, I forget what town it was in, but there was a small like cafe or something that was doing not drone deliveries, but it was like these, I think it might've been even DC where they were doing, it was like RC car delivery, but it was, oh. it was a robot doing it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it was, it was big. I mean, it carried food and it had like a lockbox or whatever, but I guess it wouldn't stop any from just picking it up and taking it away. <laughs> Just take the whole little robot. Yeah. Little robot's kicking and screaming, <laughs> taking it down the road. It had like a mile range or something. So I'm thinking, like, how much does that thing cost versus how many customers you have in a mile range from your your shop? But whatever, it was cool. Hey Wes, I got to tell you, it's good to see your face. I was it's a good little. To see your face. I was a little like tonight. I don't know. You probably sensed it. We were talking before the show. I'm just tired and. I'm tired of wind and riding my bike in the wind and stuff. And I was a little down and then here comes Wes and it's like, got the big smile and you know, all happy. What That's you, me. What are you, what are you drinking over there? I see you're drinking something. I've got my liter and a half, uh, Sauvignon Blanc by Kirkland wines. You have gotten so fancy since you've been to Michigan. Pinky's no, I've up. been, I've been on my wine training wheels for a while and I finally got into it. And then now I'm like, all right, I'm super into wine and, I've really kind of held back beer a little bit, and I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I still enjoy beer when I drink it, but it's wine. it's become more occasional. Wine's so good for I'm your just... heart, right? What's that? Wine is good for your heart. That's what I've been told, so I drink yeah. a lot of it at night, so that way my heart is healthy. <laughs> I've been trying different stuff. So yeah. um, I went to the liquor store, and you know, I, was that I did... the night we got those texts that were super late, and you were upset we weren't texting? You? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. You know, it was a failed experiment with my light sky blue moon nasty whatever. <laughs> but I had a, um, I got a pack of UFO. You know, UFO the beer. It's uh, I've seen it. I've never had it before. It's a uh, Boston. It's it's like a New England thing. Um, but I'm drinking a UFO white, which is. A crisp, light-bodied, and brewed with crisp, light-bodied white ale, brewed with orange peel and coriander. So it's a lot like a blue moon, like a regular mm. blue moon. Yeah. And then I got a variety pack. So I okay. also have, um, see this one? I have a UFO Georgia peach, which is a refreshing yeah. Hefeweizen with right off the peach tree flavor. And there was also... Um, I love Hefeweizens. Those yeah. are, frankly, that's easily like one of the most like refreshing, satisfying yeah. types of beers. Summer like, beer. Summer beer. It's like a more sophisticated lager. Yeah. And uh, it also had a couple of IPAs in it. And you remember that you guys had kind of gotten me in that weird like IPA place? There's a handful of them that are really good, but a lot of them are just to the race, like the top of the hop chart, it feels like. You well, know, I, this how one, happy can we be? This one, the the... The IBU, the International Bitterness Unit, was pretty low for an IPA. It was like mm-hmm. 35. Um, and it actually was quite good. So I, okay. I'm, I'm coming around to that weird IPA place. So all you folks out there that have been cheering for me to actually begin drinking real beer, um, okay, maybe. You know, maybe <laughs> it's going to happen. Maybe it's going to be a thing. Maybe it'll be real. I don't know. I don't know. You got to try the, that Tropicannon by Heavy Seas mm-hmm. out of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've the had that. The can is surprisingly good. Yeah, that, I've had that too. I've had that yeah. as well. Um, so you've been on your bike at all, Wes? What have you, what have you been up to up in Michigan? 
You know, uh, I think the last time we talked, the weather was beautiful. I had done like a small, like 10 miler. And I don't know if the weather has been good there, but we had our second round of winter uh, for the past <laughs> like week and a half, it feels like. Um, I forget what day it was last week, but it was like every 10 minutes there was a blizzard that came through and then it would be sunny. And then 30 minutes later, we'd have a blizzard for 20 more minutes and it'd be sunny. Oh, I couldn't do it. I could not deal with that. I, I, I mean, got... it was it was really cool. It was really pretty and it was wild. I mean, you'd sit there. The, the air was still perfect, perfectly sunny. And all of a sudden it was like these mini bursts of fronts would come through with just a ton of snow, total whiteout, and it'd be gone. So does that snow accumulate? And you have no, to do something I think it, with it? it was like right at the freezing temperature. So, I mean, you would see it kind of, I think I sent you guys a video of that day, yeah, actually. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it would it would stick on like the grass and the leaves. And then the sun would come out, it would be gone pretty much unless it was in shade. And it would come through and do it again. So it never really stuck to anything for more than, you know, maybe 30 minutes. Oh, that actually uh, that actually could be the perfect snow. So it was kind of, it was cool, you know. And But since then we've had like flurries and it's been cold and really windy, um, so no, I've not really gone out. We've been we've been um, we've been house shopping, and it's been a little bit weird with everything going on with COVID. They just opened up real estate up here, so we actually have done a couple walkthroughs. But the the amount of houses on the market right now are, are slim pickings. So really? anything that's anything that's almost worth it is just snatched right off the market by people that want a vacation up here, most likely. So well, yeah. um, it is what it is, and we'll figure it out. It'll happen for you. It'll yeah. happen. The right one will come along at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. But no, so because the weather's been cruddy, I have it, and then if it it's supposed to rain as it warms up, so I'll probably we'll go for a hike. We've been doing a lot of hikes just because getting out of the wind in the um, in the back. So I just need to suck it up and just ride my bike in the cold. <laughs> uh, weird. It's been weird here. I mean, you know, basically March was summer. Right. Then, yeah, that's why it was here too. Yeah, and then April comes and it's like winter squared. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's like all of a sudden got cold and kind of. And then, you know, Rona comes, and then now it's it's basically wind. It's just really? every day, wind, 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 wind. And it, it's cold. It's been in the 50s, which I know for you up in Michigan, I mean, that, that doesn't sound like cold, but... 50 sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, when it's supposed to be in the mid-70s, and this is supposed to be the beautiful time of year, yeah. and we're supposed to have this gorgeous weather, and it's just cold. I mean, there was a frost warning a couple of nights ago here. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy yeah. talk. So No, that's crazy for Maryland in May, you know? But I have been getting my miles in. I had 160 last week. Nice. Um, and um, I did 40 today. Maybe that's why I was feeling a little groggy. Um, just, you know, just being out in the wind, it just beats you up. Yeah. It well, just... I mean, it, for me, wind is a mental thing the whole time because I, mm-hmm. I know where I should be. And then I look down at that stupid computer and I'm going, well, I'm not going nearly where I could be going. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're thinking, okay, well, I'll make this turn. I'll go try this road. And then you're just sitting in it again, you yeah. know. And it feels like it's always in your face. It's either like, so when, when I ride, you know, from where I am, my new routes now, I go basically north-south. Mm-hmm. And the wind has been this, like, west wind. And it yeah. just literally, it's always either in your face or it feels like it's in your face or it's just beating you back. And right. you never get that. Because sometimes if you get the wind and it's like, okay, um, I got to push. And I know that I'm going to pay for it later, but this is fun now. Right. And, and but when it, you got the crosswind, it's just always just right there, right, right there. You can't really account for it. 
Hey, I see my somebody. wife has come to visit us. I see somebody in the background there. Unknown reason. Can she see me? Hi. Brian Hello. says hi. I'm waving too. Hi. Okay. I assume that she says hi to the rest of the people listening to the podcast. <laughs> there we go. But if not, it is what it is. So um, I got one little piece of news. Yeah, what um, is it? That um, I saw on Facebook yesterday, and I mentioned that I would I would bring it up. Rothrock um, Grit has converted mm-hmm. to a virtual race. So they were going to cancel, but now it's a virtual race. So, okay. So I don't. I've heard of virtual races, and like in the terms of like running, because I think it's like the Bay Bridge Run has mm-hmm. done this, where yeah. you can't run the Bay Bridge, so they give you they're, they're like go run twenty six miles in your neighborhood, and we'll give you credit for doing it. No, no, this one's, that's what they're, they're doing. No, 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 they're doing a little different. Um, okay. Let me walk you through how it actually is going to play out. Um, so you join their Strava group and their Facebook mm-hmm. group. And then I think another requirement is that you have to be um, to be eligible for the swag. You've got to be registered or on the wait list on Bike Reg. Um, so those are your requirements. Okay. And then you have three days to ride, June 5th through June 7th. And then you have to upload the route to Strava or upload your ride to Strava by midnight of June 8th. And... Once the race closes, the winners are going to be posted Tuesday the 9th. And okay. it's different in that you're actually riding the course. It's yeah. not you're just going okay. out and doing, like you said, you go out and run 26 miles anywhere. You know, it's not yeah. that. You're actually riding. But it's not the Roth Rock course. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you can do it um, either self-supported or have someone help you along the way. Now, I wonder if. You're, you and I both went to the same place. If that mm-hmm. could be like you start the first mile and then you get in the back of their truck. Yeah. <laughs> I just got my help early. <laughs> I got my help for the for the first middle 62 miles. Right. <laughs> no, I, that's not in the spirit of it, I'm sure. Um, so you can do it any which way you like it. Um, and then they're going to do... It'd be cool if they had like little, not mandate stations, but even if they had like just put... Like they got out there and got snacks like, hey, we're going to have snacks at these locations, you know, on th- these times, you know, during that time. Because, hey, I mean, to do that whole ride unsupported now without any aid stations, that, that'll be tough for some people, I think. Did you did you ever do Brandywine Valley Roubaix with us? I did not. Ooh, no, I think I was I was still I was, I was somewhere out west when you guys did that. OK, so one of the things that they did um, their Donut Hill. So at the top of Donut Hills, like this big climb. And mm-hmm. you got to the top, and it was a quote like you just described. Yeah, it was a Tupperware bin that was full of boxes of dozens of apple cider donuts. And yeah. you would come by, and there'd be a box open, and it'd have a few on the top. And if the box was getting low, you opened up the tub and you pulled another box out and you put it. So it was unmanned. But right. They had those donuts in there, so something kind of like that. But I can imagine up in Rothrock, the Bears might have a field day with that. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. If, it depends if you. I guess it would depend on how many people they get interested, right? Like if they got people just kind of scrolling through there the whole day, then no big deal. But yeah, yeah it's maybe. out there on man all day, and you got raccoons and stuff. <laughs> you come up there, hey you raccoons, stop eating yeah. dishes. <laughs> What's that commercial? Hey you woodchuck, stop chucking my core, stop chucking my wood. I don't. I don't know why my mind went to it, but I just felt like that was like an Arrested Development. That's how you get hop-ons. <laughs> I've got. Uh, we do the this thing where we feed the deer here the deer corn, and we have like a whole herd of deer that we feared. 
that we feed and <laughs> that we fear <laughs> that we feed. And, um, I just opened my, my third beer for the night. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there's these squirrels. Now we've got a whole bunch of squirrels that sit in there and you know, the, the Geico commercials like, Hey, you wood chop, stop chopping my wood. Oh, yeah. You see that? <laughs> um, I go out there and say, Hey, you squirrel, stop eating deer corn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's a little sidebar. Anyway. So back to Rothrock. Um, yeah. They are going to be giving away prizes. And this, I think, is, is what's so cool about it because it's still going to get the same kind of oomph for folks that yeah. are out there racing. It's also then going to get the, um, the sponsors involved and engaged. They're okay. doing, and I don't know where this comes from. They're doing a thick head QOM and KOM sponsored by Rothrock Coffee. I'm assuming that thick head is something to do with Rothrock Coffee. I'm think. assuming that's like what the foam that's on top of like an espresso or something like Could there's be. a head on a beer. It's got to be. It's got to be. And then for the grittiest route, they're doing first place through third place, male and female. And for the grittier route, they're doing the first place, male and female. And for the grit route finishers, you're getting random awards and they're going to also do random raffles. So I think that's pretty okay. cool. I, I think, I mean, good for them. Like just, uh, trying to be creative in weird times, you know, where you can't have a mass event anymore. You yeah. know, you got people that are itching to do anything at this point and good for them at least giving it a go and giving yep. it a try. Yep. You I know, mean, we I talked a little bit about that last week on the solo when we were talking about how we failed with the YouTube live. It's mm -hmm. like, that's okay. Cause this is the yeah. time, of, the time and place to try something. And if it works great and if it doesn't, eh, so what you tried. It's you know? new for everybody at this point in time. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a rundown for their sponsors and yeah. um, I think, you know, it's, they're out there, they're doing it. So they got specialized, the bicycle shop, Cliff, Rothrock coffee, who's sponsoring the KOM and the QOM, wicked girl, Jersey, purple lizard maps, nice. swift wick socks, ESI grips, Robin Hood Brewery, which they sent us that awesome, awesome beer. Yeah, we getting the no, that beer was good. And stands no tubes. So there yeah. we go. I mean, at least go and do your race and, and get uh, some beer to go from Robin Hood Brewery. I mean, that beer was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. And remember how cool the can was? It was like that big, tall... Um, it was like a pint, wasn't it? Like not pint, like a, like I a, thought those were big bottles. Yeah. Big bottles, big bottles. Yeah, yeah. This is cool. They were like liter cool. bottles or something. I don't know if they were liters, but they were pretty, pretty darn close. Yeah. So I saw that, that Tanya posted that on their, uh, Facebook and nice. I thought that's a, a unique way to kind of come at this. I had not seen anybody else kind of doing this at least. It could be the only way we see events for the rest of the year. You know, I gotta so. hope not. I, I hope that by the time fall rolls around, um, we're going to be back. It, it won't be like it was last year. You're not going to have um, that same feel, but I'm hoping that there's some form of it that takes place that yeah. allows. It, it's just anytime you get a whole bunch of people together, it's 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 all everybody's going to be screaming. That's a no go. I mean, everything's such a questionable thing at this moment. You know, I'm not a doctor. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've never even played one on TV. So I don't have that sucks for you. That was one of my best times of my life. <laughs> you were, you were a soap opera doctor, Dr. Yeah. Ray. Rom what was it? Uh, Ray Romero or Ray Romano or Ray Romero or something. I, I think it was Dr. Romero. Oh, from uh friends you're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was like Romero or something. <laughs> Times or moments in our lives or whatever show it was. Oh, uh, 
Um, that's kind of the only news that I've really um, got over the course of the week. It's it just it feels very disconnected now. Um, my tours are dropping like flies. Uh, yeah, I don't think that they would. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with um, the ESR ride coming up at the end of July, but that just seems like it would be such a dangerous thing to do to put 250 plus another hundred people in support. So you put 350 people together in a rolling traveling road show. Um, yeah. You're eating together, sleeping in tents right next to each other. And mm-hmm. um, I just feel like that would be a bad thing, a bad scenario, especially when it's a fundraiser for people that are sick. Sure. Um, that, that just has the potential to be really bad. Uh, tours like adventure cycling stuff. I've still got my September tour with Katie trail. I don't know what's going on with my wilderness voyagers trail and uh, my wilderness voyagers um, uh, trip for the gap trail in July. I don't know what's going on with that. And nobody can really answer any of those questions. It's just everything's up in the air. I was going to ask, how are they handling people that are wanting like refunds that are just like, hey, I don't want to do this because things are going on. Are they they being pretty good about it or is it kind of like. Yeah, there was there was a little bit of feet dragging from Adventure Cycling. I think Wilderness Voyagers was right on top of it from the get. Um, ACA was a little bit slower to react, um, but I think they have come to the to the to the right place of saying, you know, you can you can. Um, push that money forward. You can get a refund. You just need to do. Right. You, you just need to tell us what you want to do. I mean, you, um, you got to be flexible. I mean, because you got you got people on that tour that are just losing their job entirely. Exactly. You know, that, that money they need it at that point. You know, you, but you don't know. You know, that's their situation that they're in. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, it's it's if anything, yeah. flexibility is the key right mm-hmm. now across the, across the board. So. Yeah. We did. I referenced totally. it earlier. We got a listener email from Ooh. this is this is like the chris show uh clydesdale fatwad <laughs> um and we can talk about this for a little while uh, i am planning a solo bike packing trip for this summer i initially wanted to do trips that are less remote so i can stay out longer the coronavirus has made me a bit germaphobic hasn't it done that to us all right <laughs> so it seems like shorter and more remote trips are a better idea I was researching the Slate Springs Overnighter on Ride with GPS and found the ride you posted. Can you tell us about the trip, which bike you rode, tire size, bags carried, trail conditions, camping areas, water, etc.? cetera? Um, the AOL is rigged for touring and is bugging me to get out of Calvert County. And then he gave us a this or that, which we're going to talk about later, and finished it out with a love you, bye. So you just you just caught it the AOL. Yeah. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I'm trying to read. It's an A wall. You pay you pay such good attention to my loves. The A wall. The A wall. Um, the AOL. <laughs> um, so Slate Springs Overnighter. Um, I rode that A wall. So it would be a return trip for that bike, and it would probably revolt when it got close to some of those places because I'm sure it remembers that misery. <laughs> um, that was one that came off of bikepacking.com. That, so that was myself and Jerry and Austin went up there and did that Slate Springs. Started off, fantastic day. Now that um, went up to the top of Flagpole Knob up in uh, um, southwest Virginia outside of Harrisburg. Harrisonburg, something like that. Um, it was 
not something that I would recommend as a bike trip. It was um, very rocky, very muddy. The first, so it was a two-day trip, just an overnight. And the first day, we were going to ride up to the top, set up camp, and then ride back down. Water is very limited. There's only one artesian well in the whole route where you can get water dripping out of a pipe. So you, <laughs> when had you to... say artesian well, the only thing I think of is someone's got like a cheese plate right there and there's some grapes. <laughs> that <laughs> a little man been, playing, that playing the flute or something. Very welcome at that point. Um, <laughs> so we, we, we did 18 miles. Hey, 18 miles, right? No big deal, right? Yeah, 18 miles. Well, I think 12 of it was hike a bike pushing loaded bikes over boulders and this is how we first met um ted because remember ted and i had yeah, talked. that was an early episode actually he was looking at had done this and um with a buddy of his and he almost fell off the mountain in the fog if i remember correctly uh, so i mean just just a a miserable trip and it was early may so it was this time of the year i think it snowed on us up at the top some dude showed up at like two o'clock in the morning in a four wheeler in the middle of the woods. It was, it was bizarre. <laughs> I remember Jerry and I were camped not far from each other, and, and we were both like kind of freaking out. And I see his head pop out of his tent, and so I pop my head out of his tent, and we're looking at it. We're talking to each other, and I'm going, "I bet he's here to dump a couch." And Jerry looks at me, he's like, "You're going to climb over boulders in your four wheel drive truck to come to the top of this mountain to dump a couch? <laughs> kind of moron are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's done this before. <laughs> yeah, so we actually have gone back and I've done a return trip um, on the exact same route with Jerry in his Tacoma and the whole time shaking my head going, oh my goodness. Now, the year we did it, there had been a lot of rain, a lot of freezing. They had brought in some new dirt, um, also known as thick mud, that was covering up the road surfaces. <laughs> and it, it was just, it was, it was miserable. I don't care what kind of bike you you ride on it, tire size, bags carried. So, so let me walk it down. The bike you ride should be a four-wheel drive truck. The tire size should be big 35s on a truck. The bags carried should be whatever goes into the to the bed of the truck. <laughs> and trail conditions and camping areas and water we've already covered. But no, seriously, um, if I was to – I've got okay, a different well, – Chris. How far, I, how far is that drive? Let's think so about, about that radius. About five hours. So it's a five-hour drive to it. But but here's here's my point: is I have got another route in the same area, Chris, that I can get over to you. Um, that is all forest gravel road and well documented as rideable and not boulder strewn um, hike a bike sections. So uh, there is a there's a route down there, and I I can actually what I'll do is I'll post a link in the show notes in case anybody else is interested in it too, which I have not done. I've talked about doing it a lot. I've tried to, you know, get people excited about doing it. It's probably the perfect year to do it. Um, I would also don't suggest that this be your, a remote solo trip. I, I would not recommend something down there as solo. Uh, I would say I, this is just me. Um, I'm looking at solo trips as having something that you've got a little bit more um, services available to you, I think, than what you're going to find there. Because once you pass the general store down in the valley, there's nothing else. 
there there's literally nothing else like i said there's one pipe coming out of the side of the mountain that water drips out of in the whole 50 mile route that's the only water source you have so you know just thinking about that how far was um when we went up to unpaved man why can't i think of the name of that town um williamsport right something like that uh, no, not williamsport no, uh Holy cow, why can't I think of the name of the town? This is embarrassing. Mifflin. Mifflinburg. Mifflinburg. Yeah. How far was Mifflinburg? Like four hours? About About the same same distance? distance? Yeah, about the same distance. You know, you could could park your truck in Mifflinburg, and you could easily do the same start of that ride, like you're riding unpaved and getting that forest, and there were Mm -hmm. tons of campgrounds back through there. Yeah. All forested roads, you know, and, and you could ride from town to it, which is awesome, so you could get whatever supplies you needed at the grocery store, and then... Oh, drive in there were you know tons how, of creeks to um i mean i bet you brett would even put together a course you know yeah. i remember him talking about that that he had tons and tons and tons so if brett you're listening maybe uh maybe we, we i talked about this on the last last episode or maybe joe and i talked about it um wanting to do a section on the website that has routes yeah that'd so be good this would be this would be a good time maybe i'll start it off with that little deer that slate springs alternative for chris that's that deer deer springs or something like that it's called i can't i can't remember what the name of it is and uh even piggyback off it a little bit kind of on the back part of his question like which bike you rode what tire size bags you carried all that stuff i i think we talked about it at one point in time but doing like a small bio of like our rigs and what we carry and why we carry it for like this -hmm. is what we carry for a a three-day four-day event and this is what we ride yeah i've actually started doing that um I've got a document somewhere a, where I got to put together. Yeah, no, that'd be good. I mean, just take a picture of our um, of our gear laid out and maybe a small description. Like, I I carry this stuff. I tried this, didn't like it. Whatever, you know, it wouldn't be hard to do a small write up like that. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, that'd be fun. Be a cool so, resource on the the website. Like, I think more visual. So, Chris Slate Springs, I'm gonna advise against, but I've like I said, I got a good alternative for you. But if, if I had to do that, one of the things that we talked about is if I had to do that again, I would ride it reverse course so that you're coming down the big boulder sections. I would ride a mountain bike and I would try to keep it as lightly packed as possible. Not even carrying bags. It would, it would definitely be something big tire, big tire. <coughs> so I, I don't think the AWOL is absolutely um, the right bike. I was on my AWOL. Uh, Jerry was on his Via and uh, Austin was riding the Crux. none of us had the right bikes for for what we were getting into and i guess if if you really had to ride the AWOL, i mean you could put 2.0s in there you know if you were dead set on doing it you could put a mountain bike tire in there you know i rode um fatter mountain bike tires on the AWOL, and it worked i had i had i think it was twos two i even had 2.1s yeah i think 2.1 was as big as you can go you start running into issues with like mud if it starts sticking to it depending on how it works but yeah yeah and that was that you was can definitely put a, a sizable tire on there yeah that was the other problem we had too with the mud and it was just there were a lot of things that conspired against us actually having an enjoyable trip and i know we were sitting at the top of that hill and um it got cold and it started to snow and we're on top of this mountain and we're all looking at our phones trying to figure out like what's the quickest way out of here um we had a whole <laughs> different route for an exit we were all like on our phones because you got no cell phone service either so it was like this spotty kind of like you're trying to work your phone and you get a little bit and then it would go away. And so we're trying to find mm-hmm. different roads to get out and you don't know what to trust and what not to trust. So, yeah, that was, that was a tricky one, man. Tricky one. 
So I mean, you could even go up like Michoud State Forest, any of that stuff up that way, and that's like two and a half hours from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so a lot closer. Um, a lot, lot going on up that area. But yeah. okay, so Strava Club, um, top one hundred rider, random shoutouts. Um, you want me to take this? Yeah, if you this. want, if I'll not, I, I can go for it. You go for it. Go for it. You be Joey's replacement. You know what? So our, for our first random shout-out, at 250.2 miles, we have Mark Yang... Yana... Yanagasawa. Gaisawa. Yanagasawa. Yanagasawa. That's how you say his last name? I would say. That's, yeah. why, we always, that's why we always say Mark from Philly Bike Expo. <laughs> 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 I think Joey's, Joey's been chatting with him and buggering him to to uh, get on an episode because I, I agree with Joey. Watching his rides on Strava, that dude is badass. He's all over the place, and he puts in massive miles, so that'd be fun to talk to him. And, and Philly Bike Expo, who knows what's going to happen with that? I mean... Yeah, that's a lot of people in one place, for yeah. sure. Ugh, I hate that we're but, talking about this conversation. Go ahead. Anyway, keep going with your yeah. list. I, and, you know, it's it's crazy, you know, now that I've been at a new job, but it... it it's every it's everything you know yeah it, it's crazy but and then our second random shout out from wilmington north carolina at 215.4 miles we've got josh bennett uh, go, some josh. nice work josh that's some good miles and in and wilmington then, that's probably some hard miles too yeah probably pretty windy down there um and if it's it's windy in maryland it's gotta mm-hmm. be windy down there for yeah. sure yep and then all the way from Kentville, California, 188.6 miles, we've got Richard Mello. Good job, Richard. Nice work, Richard. And then this week, to break in the top 100, you needed 129.8 miles. Well, that's down and, a little bit. That's down yeah. a little bit. That, it's been up in the mid to high 130s. But that, that crappy weather, that it sounds like we're both getting, so it's got to be a pretty widespread crappy weather event. Yeah, yeah. But, so maybe that'll turn around next week. Um, I have no idea if these members are up or down, but we have 581 of you guys. So. I think that's Thanks. down a couple from last week. I think we're at 583. Um, I don't know if Joey's going through and like booting the knuckleheads. He might be. Yeah. So we could be actually gaining real people, but losing knuckleheads. I'm not sure. That sounds like a Joey thing. Yeah. Get rid of knuckleheads. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-knucklehead. <laughs> So to find us on Strava, strava.com slash clubs slash gravel travel dirt or just that little box that you search for stuff in, you know, like a old AOL. AOL, get you your could, CD-ROM, plug it in. <laughs> if you've got that. <laughs> get yourself some internet internet time. <laughs> Buy some minutes. Yeah. Uh, search for gravel travel dirt. Okay. So we've got a camping theme, this or that this week. Um, Why not? We're gonna. It's a it's short a good ep- social distancing thing, right? It's it's a short episode again this week. Um, we'll get back in the game here with with having more ramblings before too long. But our first this or that for this week comes from Clydesdale Fatwad, and he asks: Porta John and water pump, or cat hole and filtering stream water. So I guess the combination of a Porta John yeah. and a water pump which sounds like luxury or poop in a hole and filter stream water. Hopefully that didn't come out of the cat hole. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> so we get, is our, or is our organization this week? Is it Brian, Joey, then Wes? Oh yes, I guess. So I go first. Um, I would go with luxury Porta John and a water pump, of course, because that's what we're used to with the canal. I mean, that's literally mm. living large. 
I've yeah. done I've done the whole when I was in when I did the tour in Grand Canyon two weeks on the mountain bike it was there was no running water there was no bathrooms so you were digging a hole in the rocky Grand Canyon dirt <laughs> and we had to carry all of our water so we carried yeah tons and tons of water that's pretty brutal I don't I actually enjoyed pooping in a hole but if that's to be honest so it's freeing yeah I don't know I've seen some you know, well, I'm Joey, so, <laughs> you know, when I was a boy, I used to eat pizza in Porter John's, so I got fond memories there, <laughs> and, the original and I, still, I still pump my water from out front from a, the water pump, and I'll tell you what, Brian, you go pump water in 100 degree heat in Southern Maryland, don't like it. Don't forget to prime so, the pump. Prime the pump, baby. Don't forget to prime the pump. I can't ever get my neighbor prime the pump. I always got to prime the neighbor for both of us. That's what she said. You know, I, I'm going to filter water from a stream, but I'm going to choose my pizza in the Porter John. Oh, so you're going to mix that's, them up. That's what Joey's going to do, yes. Okay, Joey would say he would want to poop in a Porter John, and he would want to filter stream water. Okay. Joey, that was gross. I don't know why you would want to do either one of those things. <laughs> Uh, I think there's only a clear answer. I think getting cold water from a stream is awesome. It is so good. Yeah. yeah. Like when we're at Pine Creek, I, I love just like when you, you dip the, those bags in the water. Those, man, I, I've been looking into my next filtration system. I think it's going to be a gravity-fed system. Okay. It's so much easier. They've gotten so fast, yeah. and they're just as efficient, if not better. Nice. I, I think I'll totally go to a gravity-fed system. I mean, you just dip the dip the bag in the, wa- in the water, fill Hang it all it up, up, let it sit. You don't have to pump. Do any work. Yeah, pumping go it. Go for it. And squeezing it through that little bag, squeezing it from the bag through the mini Sawyer. And, I always feel like I'm going to break it. Yeah. Yeah. But, Agreed. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The Porter Johns kind of, they're gross sometimes. You got bugs and creepy crawlies and, you I, know. I, I, I actually, so the one bad thing, the one downside to like Grand Canyon because you would go to where the like the pull-offs are where people would camp and we were on the north rim so much more remote um you would you would take you know go six feet into the woods and it was basically like a toilet paper war zone or something because nobody's packing it out and it was it was really kind of gross um so if you're going to do that you got to dig the six six inch hole you got to do your business you got to fill it in you got to pack that paper out yeah um you're supposed so. to mark it with a stick too. Like you're supposed to stick a stick straight up and down so people know not to dig there again. <laughs> well, in, in, in the Grand Canyon, it was basically you were just excavating rocks. Right. <laughs> no, just... that does sound miserable. No, that, I think my answer would change if I had an environment like that. <laughs> it was. It was. You made sure whether you thought you were going to need it or not when you set up camp. You strategically went out and found a location and pre-dug a hole because it took a, it took a while. So there was yeah. no you you had to you had to. Pre- plan and prepare um, well ahead of time so next item on this or that camp beer or camp whiskey um, I'll also throw a third one in there for you Wes since you're, you're fancy uh, camp wine you want camp wine uh, very good I would go with camp whiskey because who's toting in enough beer to make a difference I mean really you know bring in a six pack when you can bring in a little like court, nah, we'll go with whiskey. Well, as Joey, I think I'd pick, I, I'd filter the reused 
whiskey from Brian. (laughs) Joe would be all over the whiskey. And he wouldn't even, he would take it out of the little minis and he would put it in a little fancy flask. He would, he would actually have a little He'd have a Yeti flask specifically built for this purpose. (laughs) (laughs) And you, Wes, what would you do? I think the camp beer just sounds so good. I love a camp. I'll, 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 I'll go with the extra just hassle of, of carrying those things in there. So I guess we, I guess we did need to qualify. It, we are bike packing it in. Yeah. No, I, I assumed all these were based off of okay. us, like, bike camping. Dude, and then you've got to pack all of the cans and the empties out? That is. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Well, more power to you. You just want to be, like, on the commercial where they've got the – the six pack of beer that's cooling in the stream and you've, you lift it up out of the water. There's only one commercial. I, it's a Coors Light commercial you're referring to, I'm assuming. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Uh, third item on this or that forget camp shoes or forget underpants. And this is when you're bike camping, bike camping, forget your camp shoes or forget your underpants. You need some underpants. Get the boys some <laughs> underpants. Well, I figure that's a kind of a relevant question, right? Because when you're riding, you're probably not wearing underwear because you're you're wearing so you're wearing bib shorts. Uh, who cares about underpants? Honestly, um, you're wearing bibs. When you're, on like your, you said. It depends on how our question one went and your time <laughs> in the porter john or the, the cattle. <laughs> I would I would forego the underpants because I sleep just in shorts anyway. I mean, uh-huh. so who cares? You know, who cares? Who cares? Uh, what would Joey answer? Well, Joey, what I'd probably do is... Uh, where, where did Joey get a southern accent? I don't know what kind of accent Joey has, but he's got this weird southern lisp. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it's there. Okay. But he also sounds like he's from, like... Cleveland. In the middle of the United, yeah, <laughs> Cleveland, like, some Midwest state. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, go anyway, what, so what, Joey, what would Joey say? Joey has an issue not wearing underpants because he's gotten <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> so it is not an option to forget underpants. I will forget my camp shoes and ride in my or walk around camp barefoot. Nice. Potentially stepping in your unused cat hole, <laughs> twisting an ankle. <laughs> Better to step in an unused cat hole than in a used cat hole. <laughs> well, hopefully you filled it in. <laughs> uh, okay. Wes? Uh, I would probably do... Yeah, I got to forget my underpants. I'll just wear shorts and hope I did a good job. <laughs> yeah, you got to have the shoes. You got to have the shoes. Yeah, uh, I always wear flip-flops or sandals or something, I feel like. I mean, lightweight. It's you nice know? to have your feet outside of... Yeah bike shoes yeah yeah um last item on this you or that you can't always go barefoot at a campground no you cannot it's just not an option nope have someone so the last item on this or that have someone let you know every mile you've gone or ride on flats on a 100 mile ride so I, for 100 miles someone okay. would tell you every mile you went so it'd be like like somebody's like sitting right next to you this is mile one <laughs> this is mile two I, that would drive me bananas. I've, I've actually yeah. ridden. I've toured with flats before. So I've done 70 yeah. and 80 mile days on flats. Um, I, got, I got no problem doing that. So you met flat pedals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought about it for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. Does he mean flat tires or no? Okay. So yeah, definitely. I've done the whole flat thing. I would do that in a heartbeat over having somebody going, hey, hey, hey. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> 
Well, so as Joey with the education of fourth grade. Shoot, we were supposed to talk about that. I can't count past 12. <laughs> and I'm pretty proud of that. So, you know, it would be nice to know what comes after 12. And then beyond that, and beyond that, and beyond that. <laughs> so Joey would prefer to have somebody tell him that? I would love for someone to come to the bike shop and maybe just count for me. How many bikes? <laughs> There's not many left. They wouldn't have to count very high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, count to me, baby. <laughs> you sound you know you sound like Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you sound like Ricky Bobby. We're gonna make animal noises now. Look away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wes. What would you rather do? Uh, you know, we've had the uh, we've had the pleasure of having somebody count to us every mile marker there is on the Sino Canal. There's 184 point like four of them, <laughs> and I, I think even beyond that, don't they do like the tenth of a mile too? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I know the pain of that. I I have to do flats. Give me a. Well, you know what? The one one qualifier would be the flats would be like on the canal. A flat's on a flat route. Who cares? Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll make it a flat route. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Good deal. Um, you got anything else before we wrap this up tonight, Wes? Like I said earlier, it's so good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. Well, since I'm Joey and we're at the end of the show, and I already, <laughs> I wanted to add more parts to my section because that's what I do. <laughs> Go back and open up a whole other can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare yourselves for another half hour of joy, folks. <laughs> no, I don't have anything left. So thanks, <laughs> thank, <laughs> thanks yeah. everybody, for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. It is a listener-supported con... God, I can't talk tonight. I can't... Listener-supported contest. This See is... who can listen to the most podcasts. <laughs> this is a listener-supported podcast by some incredible people on Patreon and or paypal hey if you wanted to be on patreon and give us money and like pump over to paypal and give us money there too <laughs> we'd be all for that right right word on this word on the street you're getting a second sim- stimulus check sent half our way hey 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 it's for horses it's mile one no i'm just kidding um we never got our patreon payout this last month i actually i just had to go in today and kick patreon in the butt and make a payout well, dang on. So, I don't know what's going on with that. I was wondering where my gas money was at. I know. It's like, that's PayPal <laughs> fun money. Jo- I don't think Joey even knows it shows up in his PayPal account. It's actually probably going into Jess's PayPal account. <laughs> well, I was going to say, is Joey still paying us money? <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both making like $4 off that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Our show can be found wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Hey, Wes, how can people get in contact with us? website we got them still graveltraveldirt.com don't even www dot it because it probably won't work anymore and <laughs> actually we didn't have an instagram follow the week so that's dead um but if you're still doing it at mid-atlantic gtd and give us a phone call because i don't even know if we can listen to phone calls now with our new setup but if we can oh yeah phone number yeah. 410-231-3850 Leave us a voicemail, and if Brian picks up, hang up immediately and try it again. Uh, and then if you got questions and you want it answered in about six to eight months, hashtag AskGTD. Yeah, we, we, I did not check that. Hey, and I, this just in, I just got a notification that we're on AOL now, too. 
AOL. Perfect. Yeah, AOL. So I was says nice. earlier, as I'm, we're we're back on AOL, and so just fire find, up your fire up your Net- find us on AIM Instant Messenger. <laughs> just fire up your Netscape browser and, and jump on over to. Uh, you don't even know what that is, do you? Yeah, I had Netscape when I was a kid. Oh, did you really? When you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mid Atlantic Ground Shoulder. Uh, what? Oh, nothing. We can keep going. Okay. I don't know. I don't care. Mid-Atlanta Gravel Travel is recorded this week from all over the place, from Michigan and, and in beautiful Southern Maryland. How you like? I did that Beautiful fast. Michigan. Yeah. I, I tried to, tried to get the, the thing's ticking. The clock is ticking. I'm going to get under the wire. Under the wire. Under the wire. Because we're on we Skype and you got 40 minutes, right? Oh, well, no. That's Zoom. Yeah, probably. 40 minutes on Zoom. Oh, I've okay. got 54 minutes on, on Zoom or Skype or whatever, so it's probably a shorter Jeez. episode then. No. I don't know. I was just messing around. Everybody, thanks for riding along. Until next time, do good, be nice, go slow, respect others, and stay healthy. And if you don't, we'll come find you and stay away from you. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to find you, and I'm going to social distance all over you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, bye. Love you, bye.